No, Les, I want to hear what the sister has to say. That, you see? That right there. That's acting black, and you need to stop. You're a sister. Not a sister. You're an er. Er, er. Not an ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh. You're not acting like an ah uh with all that white hair stitched into your head. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute, all right? The hair is Korean. <laughs> listening to us right now thank you for coming on back to oh hell yes hello hello welcome yes this is Nettie, and um with me as always is a sister a, a sister. sister or a sister depending She's on who a sister. you are okay <laughs> it's etsy Rowe. what's going on etsy hey 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 girl hey um enjoying the weather the weather is great. Um, well, yeah, I've been out of town. Uh, over the weekend, I was in Atlanta. Atlanta's open. They open, open. Even for those who aren't vaccinated? <laughs> I think so, because that's how they play it down there. They don't give a fuck. Okay. The only time that I had to, that it was actually like you had to, was at the airport. So Gang, gang. Okay. It was a little bit of freedom. But we are today talking about sister sister and just a reminder guys this episode and all of them are on netflix for your viewing pleasure um we're going to talk about later about how one of the scenes in this episode has been changed from the original airing i want to talk about why that is some theories what did you think of the episode etsy um i think it was something that needed to be addressed looking back on this it's just so funny how on the nose they are about how some of these people act like don't we know somebody a lot of these girls out here just like tanya we know we know a very famous one uh <laughs> rachel <clears throat> oh i was gonna say miss miss azilia but okay yeah that too oh yeah her too <laughs> but she got see here's the thing with tanya in this episode tanya had the clothes she had the head wrap she had the braids it's an exaggeration right but, but she didn't get like the lips like when they when, like nowadays like this is early 2000s-ified this episode's mm-hmm. very early 2000s nowadays not only are they dressing like us us, they're literally trying like to change their phenotype. They're like, they're yeah, they're getting work done. They're getting surgeries. BBLs. It's not just clothing anymore. It's not just getting cornrows. It's it's stepped up now. So it'd be cool to see an episode like this updated. Mhm. To to where you would address that portion of it as well. So much so that now they're looking like biracial girls. Now they're looking like Lynn. <laughs> you can't even tell sometimes cuz they be getting the hair, the dark hair. Mm-hmm. They get the dark, the, the dark wet and wavy weave in their head. Mm, they Chill. get the wet and wavy. You don't even. You got to look close. Or the loose curly. The, the I, I call it the Tina Tamara weave. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what weave I'm talking about. That weave that's like uh, like loose curl. Sister, 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 that's sister, sister weave. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Stop playing. <laughs> but yeah, it's harder to tell now. Like, what's the tell? What's a tell you can go for when you see a white girl that has all this stuff done and you're not you sure? What's something though. that's obvious? I mean, sometimes the the hands don't be matching the face. The hands be pale. That's how they be catching Kylie. The hands be pale. <laughs> the hands be giving oh be giving Britney Spears. The face be giving Kerry Washington. Chill. You can look at the nose sometimes too, because they be, you can't make a nose bigger. Can you can't get a surgery to make a nose bigger? You can't make a nose bigger, but not every mixed person or not every black person has like a full nose. You see what I'm saying? So that's something that you can actually look over. It's 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 real out here. I ain't gonna hold Dang. you. People just black fishing out here. Damn. <laughs> so sister sister air date February fourth two thousand two, written by Bernadette Luckett, and I like this episode. It's um you know wasn't really a fan of Tanya for the most part, but it, it started a great conversation. So here is the cold open. So we start out the law firm. Joan and William are in our office, and we find out that Joan is planning William's bachelor party because she is the best man woman. 
And we hear her party ideas. Uh, she's like, you know, we're going to start with pin the bunny tail on the centerfold and some karaoke because karaoke is party gold. And she also has some ricky ticky bachelor punch that she might spike. Sounds like a high school party. But William's like, he has other ideas. He brought a brochure with him with girls that you order and they come by and they bring their own mud. So I'm assuming that they're mud wrestlers. And Joan has a look of disgust and we get the end of our first scene. <laughs> so once the episode starts, we get our um, an introduction to our call to action here. Lynn's grabbing all these like blankets and stuff and towels and she's at Joan's house because she doesn't have this stuff at her garage. And we find out that her sisters, plural, are coming to visit. Uh, but Joan's like, why don't you just have your sisters stay here? And I agree, because like, why would you have them stay at the garage? I would have definitely been like, nah, uh, Joan, can they stay here at your big ass house? Wait, is Roscoe still there? Vasco. The v- oh, v- oh, oh, oh. My bad, Vasco. <laughs> He left. Remember, he went to big to Jamaica. Oh, good. Okay, so she has space for them. Okay. Yeah, but who wants to stay in a garage when they're visiting their family? Sure. I would just be like, just so my family's comfortable, can they stay here? That's what mm-hmm. I would have did. But Wait, Joan suggests that. What, how, much room, how much room does Joan have in that house? That's the question. Well, she got the couch. <clears throat> that, that pulls out from what I remember in the series. There's a room by the door that Lynn used to stay in by the front door. And then there's Joan's room. Huh. We never really see very many rooms. Yeah, cause, and she's saying her sister, so that's two people. I mean, I guess hmm. all she needs is an extra room and then the other sister would sleep on the couch. But Yeah, and then you got like, you can get like an air mattress or something. Everybody got a handy dandy air mattress when they got a house like that. So, mm-hmm. But Maya's like, why are you trying to impress your family anyway? And she's like, well, this is their first time in L.A. Huh. Hasn't she been in L.A. for a while for school? That's uh, what I thought. I mean, plot hole, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she talks about gotcha day. Gotcha what? Gotcha who? Gotcha day. <laughs> Which is a holiday that Len and her family made because that's the day she was legally adopted. That's cute. Mm-hmm. That is cute. But Maya senses some tension about Lynn bringing her sisters to meet the girls. Because Lynn's really trying to make a big deal about this. Mm-hmm. And Lynn's like, you know, my sister Hillary, she's fine. But Tanya, she's very comfortable. Mm. Well, that's a way of putting it. But Lynn's really trying to find the words to explain her sister's personality. And she's, she can't figure out the words. I would say she tries to be down. I would say she's a culture vulture. What y'all talking about? That's a recent term. They ain't had that term back then. Oh, you mean like uh, uh, a term from back then? Yeah, I would say trying to be down, wigger. Like how they said in the episode. Yeah. There's a few. But she's just like, if you guys don't like her, can you just keep it to yourself? Because I really want you guys to like her. And Maya's like, listen, no family's perfect. We all have our issues. And she cites her trans aunt, which she misgenders. Like my Uncle James, who became my Aunt Janice, who now thinks he's Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we would get to you why I needed some help, but shoot, he makes the best damn salsa. So her aunt's name is Tia Juanita. Um, And she says that they've been trying to get him help but he makes the best damn salsa. So they've been trying to get her help with her gender identity because apparently it's a problem to them. I don't know, but that's early 2000s for you. Back in the day, they didn't adhere to pronouns like everyone's trying to hardwire each other to do nowadays. Happy Pride Month, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Gang, gang, gang. We out (laughs) here in New York City. Ah. Um... Lynn's like trying to like prevent any kind of kind of uneasiness with the girls and her sister. So Lynn tells Maya not to use the word bitch because she uses it so much. No one knows if she's being funny or if she's being mean or if it's a term of endearment. And uh, uh-huh. she tells Tony not to be so judgmental. Okay. And she tells Joan 
to stop thinking she's perfect. So uh-huh. okay, all right. Is there anything I'd be like? Is there anything we know about Tanya? Okay. Because you're giving us all our all the pointers, but you ain't say nothing. Like, should we look out for something? No. Okay. I mean. So later that night, Lynn's sister Tanya walks into Joan's house. I love what Lynn is wearing here. It's like a black mesh kind of thing. That's pretty. It's really cool. I like it. Tanya comes in. Uh, <laughs> Etsy, can you explain Tanya's look? <laughs> she looks like um, Erica Badu, her first album. Erica White Do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she looks like. Erica Badont. <laughs> it's uh, some type of Neo Soul. Remember when Neo Soul was really popular, like in the Man, late 90s, early 2000s? Ah, what I tried to say goodbye and I choked. Well, I mean, there's that. There's Corinne Bailey Ray. There's um, Angie Stone. Yes. Like, Alicia Keys. <laughs> was was, just... oh, Alicia Keys was doing a thing. Alicia Keys had music out as a 19 year old when all the other teens was doing the little Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears dancing, mm-hmm. doing choreography. She was like, nah, I'm finna sit at this piano. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay right here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tickle these ivories. <laughs> that was a. That was, that an, was era. an era. Man, but yeah, that's how she looks. She's giving very, um, very chakras. I'm trying to get into my <laughs> like she do crystals, like yeah, like she... <laughs> the crystals. The girls that are super into astrology, you know those girls that give readings on Facebook now. <laughs> but yeah, this girl is wearing. It's not quite a helmet of salvation, but it's close. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think Monique gonna be tapping her on the shoulder in the airport. You know what I mean? But <laughs> it's close. <laughs> so mm-hmm. after Lynn introduces her, she greets the girls with a was a. She says it like that, like that, like that. <laughs> and Tony's like, I hate her already. And apparently Lynn's other sister couldn't come because she has some anxiety attack on a plane or something, so she couldn't come. So it's just Tanya. So no buffers, just Tanya. And Joan tries to be sweet, you know, tries to be a great host. She's doing little jokes and Tanya doesn't get the jokes, but whatever. And uh, I don't know, her and Maya get along really well for some reason. Like, it seems like Tanya heard about Maya because she goes, you're Maya, right? And Maya's like, yeah. I think her and Maya get along really well because don't come for me. Okay, Maya comes from a lower class, right? A lower economic class, right? Very yeah. stereotypical urban um, culture. Okay. So Maya is relating to her because that's what Tanya thinks is black culture. She thinks only where maya comes from is black culture that's why so she's because tanya is mimicking the type of black people that you see when you go to maya's neighborhood Mm -hmm. maya can identify with that and vice Mm -hmm. versa Mm -hmm. Mm. that's why joan and tony is like bitch what the fuck is what is this (laughs) (laughs) but tanya talks about how she loves Maya's braids and she's like Maya right hmm. yeah girl your braids are tight who looked you up <laughs> oh well thank you my cousin Ronnie he has a shop on Crenshaw called Situations do you think he could fit me in girl I need to do something with this mess on my head cause I can't have his LA brother see me look all toe up now I don't my like that tight. literally <laughs> they are tight and you know I just don't like the way she's talking like it really hurts my soul like it's it's tough to listen to like i can deal with like you putting on some clothes or you going what they said she she studied in africa or some shit some shit where she went around africa touring and shit learning about spirituality or whatever girl yeah fine you know get your education on but that ain't how you talk Mm -mm. don't play with me you did not grow up in the hood you do not talk like that i I barely talk like that you know what i mean (laughs) And and we find that 
out later on in the episode where they're like, okay, Lynn was the only black person and she's half white. So where where is this even coming from? Yeah, you, you can't weren't say born this into your it. culture. You just started talking like that when Lynn got in the family to make up for your parents. So uh-huh. this isn't something you were born into to where the accent is just there or the black scent. You uh-huh. acquired this. You made a, a conscious effort to talk like this. From TV, because there's no black people around you. TV, rap music. She says she like hip hop. She likes the brothers, so she must come in contact with some brothers. And they they the main ones, little as it's said, to be letting them say the N-word around them because they, they smashing. Little mm. as it's said. It's conditional. It's a transaction. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's that pussy transaction. That's how that works. <laughs> I be letting, letting too many people in thinking they're comfortable and they go mm-hmm. around saying whatever because they fucking a black dude. They're like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I can say it. I'm fucking a black dude. Like, bitch, no the fuck you can't. <sighs> and she like talking loud. <laughs> like She likes talking and she likes putting like a lot of um, theatrics into when she talks. There's a lot like of... Like she move the, around. The neck. Yeah. She be moving around with the shoulders. I'm like, is this a, a Broadway play? What is all of this? <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> Maya's like, oh, yeah, I got him done. My cousin Ronnie at a place called Situations. Now, Situations is a beauty shop that her cousin Ronnie owns. We'll see a lot more of Situations as the series goes on. It's going to be a, a, another set that they're going to use. And she gets her hair done for free because if you've seen the series, they talk about that later in the series that she don't got to pay to get her hair done because it's her cousin, which is awesome. And Tanya's like, hey, you think he can fit me in? If you don't just use some head and shoulders and, and shampoo that motherfucker. She said, she said, I can't be around these L.A. brothers looking toe up. I don't even know if we talk like that. No, no, not even back then. It's something where black people, we talk and we incorporate AAVE and a lot of slang from the gay black community and things like that but we don't use that every other sentence yes she is doing it on every sentence like and it's a lot like you can't saturate it you gotta throw it in there that's how you know it ain't natural that's a good point ironically she's over seasoning this accent Mm -hmm. too much it's like all you gonna taste is salt you ain't even gonna be able to taste the food. Just a bunch of salt. <laughs> oh man! So everybody's looking mad, uncomfortable because this this woman is different. So Lynn tries to change the subject to Joan's African art collection, and you know I can't hate. She knows her African art. Joan, interesting pieces. Azanda, Yoruba. Girl, you better keep your legs together with all these fertility idols you got all up in here. All up in here? (laughs) Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here? (laughs) It's so funny to imitate her. It's just weird. Um, But yeah, we find out she studied a a couple years in Africa, studying rituals. Tony whispers to Joan, more like a couple years touring with Erica Badu, learning to wrap that head. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think Erica will let her on tour with her. I'm just saying. Mm-mm. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah. Mm-mm. And what's really funny is Maya's kind of bonding with this girl. It's really funny before you watch it, you would probably think that she would get a, she would not get along with Maya. Like Mm-mm. Maya would be like pulling her card a little more. Mm-hmm. But Maya's actually closest with Tanya in this episode. Maya, Maya want to invite her to the cookout child, which black people, when is this cookout happening? Because y'all done invited everybody and they mama. Shit. Well, obviously, Etsy, it's metaphorical. I'm saying. But stop it. Black people, stop inviting people for any little thing. Because <laughs> sometimes for real. it don't even be nothing that big. And y'all be mm-hmm. like, oh, cook out. Come on. Make you a plate. La, la, la. It don't even be like that. Like, just be mindful of, of what it is. Think about if they were black, would I be impressed by this? Mm-hmm. Come on. And then if the answer is no. Which it always is most of the time. Then don't invite them to the cookout. Don't invite the niggas to the cookout. Please, please be mindful. But I don't know. When is it? You know? (laughs) I don't. I mean, we're about to open back up. So if someone wants to facilitate that, you know, 
We can get it on yeah, the Yeah, let's have a, you know, it's summertime. Everything's opening back up. We ain't had a million man march in a while. <laughs> like, what's good? You know, <laughs> let's, let's do something. Everybody make the announcement. Let us know. We'll make the announcement on our show, and we'll get everybody out there. We'll get the information out. <laughs> um, Tony and Joan are the ones kind of key-keying in the corner about this girl. And this woman, this white woman, tells Joan... Joan, I am glad to see you honor your African roots because Lynn had me believe in you were Martha Stewart. I was already coming here in school, yes. sister. <laughs> okay, so here, here's the thing. Mm-mm. Well, I, I, I know I'm, I'm talking to the crowd. I know, but if you have a white friend, well, if they're your friend, they're your friend, but white people that are listening, don't ever tell a black person you're blacker than them because you know more about whatever subject, because you know more about hip-hop, because you... I don't know. You studied in Africa and some of us have never been. Don't ever Mm-mm. say you can school us on, on what it's like to be black. I'm tired of hearing that. She says that like a couple times in this episode. Mm-mm. You ever very, hear that in real life? Very. Oh my God. I have ever heard. What I have heard is like, they'll get a tan. They'll be like, oh my God. We're almost the same They'll drag it out just like that. Color. It's like, why are you, why that run mad long? Like, huh? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. And to people that, if you get somebody telling you that, be like, yeah, but yours is going to fade. Okay. Some shit. Mine you ain't going to fade. Come and go as you please. Yeah. Like, listen, old girl Tanya can take all this shit off. She can just go up and wherever she needs to be white and, and pass for white. Like, this ain't a costume. We can't Mm-mm. take this shit off. Mm-mm. My race <laughs> is not think, a costume, Why do they think sweetie? it's a game? Not for sale. <sighs> but at that point, I'd be like, yo, head over. Like, don't tell me in my house that you're trying to school me on what, is to be, what it is to be black. So you're going you gonna to head over to the, to the hotel and get up at my house. <laughs> I would have uh, like, I don't know where the fuck you're going, but you ain't staying here. <laughs> You better go over to Lynn's garage. Yeah. You go head over to the garage. You know what? You're going to sleep on a slab or whatever. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to have a, a bathroom door with some beads on it. That's what you need to do. <laughs> but um, Lynn tries to get her out of the room because she's feeling the intensity from the girls. And when Tony leaves the room, Tony goes, okay, what's up with Tina Marie? <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> but Tina Marie... I don't know much about Tina Marie except her songs. I don't know who she was as a person, but mm-hmm. we accept her, right? She good? She cool? I mean, she's very talented. She can sing. <laughs> I like her music. I, I just feel like when we start you accepting sound apprehensive it about and song. giving exceptions, I just feel like then every other person, we need to make a hard rule. You cannot come. We'll enjoy your music, but you can't come because once you make one exception for one then the rest of the motherfuckers want to fly in through the motherfucking door you know when you let someone in the party and then you don't got enough um enough security yeah and everybody else come rushing through like like at a one time because they're like they yeah. can't get all of us yeah uh-uh. <sighs> sorry child you can't come i've always wanted your position on that because we had similar conversations previously <laughs> <laughs> about these white performers especially like ones like you know john b mm-hmm. you john b fan um he's a little before my time but he can sing okay i feel you Where what do you think about robin thick um i like his music he can sing <laughs> so etsy hates all these people <laughs> nah, 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 nah. it's always think. like um he's talented i guess he can sing I like them and they they are capable of making really good music but I can't the ancestors isn't allowing me to forget the fact that they are in the position that they are in because they are white and if they would have been black it would have been a whole we would we probably wouldn't even know Mm. their names it's not letting me forget that so yeah that's a very good point because when John B first got on the scene he wasn't well his label first didn't want to put him out because he was white um they didn't think he would do well but once he he put out his first song it was like can you believe that white boy sang like this that was the catch mm-hmm. but he sounded like um a little like baby face like baby face light mm-hmm. 
Um, Light skin, baby face. That's what I'm yeah, saying. So if he was actually black, I can't imagine that. There would be no catch. It'd just be a black guy singing well. R&B music, you know? That has been the catch for the last, what, 70, 80 years? Like, can we can we get a new catch? Like, <laughs> like what? No, what I'm saying is, okay, so the catch is always like, oh my God, can you believe that white girl can sing like that? Can you believe that? They've been singing like that for years, for decades. They've been studying the way we sing, the way we dance, the way we do whatever the fuck we do, and mimicking that shit for a while. When When is it not a catch? Oh, when is it going to stop? When is all the madness going to stop? Like, I'm not, can you believe? I can, because black music <laughs> is all over the place. Yes, I can. The fuck? <laughs> like, like, when people send me videos of white people dancing, and it's actually good, it's like, <laughs> oh, shit, he's on beat. Look at this nigga. Oh, shit. And it's always, it's like, when they dance in particular, it's just, it's harder to mimic, because... I don't know. You ever you it's the, in our the, soul. It's in your soul. You ever eat a meal? And the meal is good, right? Right. But you can tell there's something about it. It's missing an ingredient. I don't know what the, the maybe it was how long it was baked or whatever type of seasoning they put in the shit. And you can taste the meal. There's, a, there's an ingredient missing. There's something not there. Mm-hmm. It's still good. It'll do. Right. You hungry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a bitch ain't gonna starve. <laughs> I feel you, yeah. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about with Tanya. It's just like... <laughs> like, even when she say her words, you can hear the whiteness in the toe-up brothers. Mm-hmm. Like you can... It ain't fully, Ooh. like... It ain't fully baked. Like, somebody trying to do blackface? Like, a verbal yeah, blackface? Yeah, that's the only thing missing. She, I'm surprised they ain't have a... Get a spray tan. <laughs> for this episode, like... <laughs> that would have actually been good if they did that. If they had her have like a tan and then you know that the end when she takes it all off she took mm-hmm. a tan off too the tanner mm-hmm. that would have been you know there's only so much they can fit in 20 minutes so yeah what that would have been a lot on a lot on a lot but tony addresses the strangeness of all of this tanya situation and the way she's acting and maya's like nah see i think tanya's cool she just wigging that's all what She's a wigger, you know, a white person trying to act black. Y'all ain't no secret. White people love us. Okay, fine. Like, obviously, white people love our culture. And I get why. We lit, right? But not all of them. Tony says she don't like when white people act black. She don't even like when black people act black. (laughs) (laughs) And that sounds about true for Tony. If you know, you know. You know what she means. <laughs> and um, Joan's like, what do you mean? What is acting black? What is that? And Tony's like, I can't define it, but I know it's what Shaka Blonde is doing over there. Mm-hmm. Shaka, Shaka Blonde? Shaka Blonde? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the next day at work, Joan's still planning this party for William. This shit's boring because we got other things going on. Yeah, I know they need like, some storylines, but I'm just like, this is... Uh... Yeah, I think, you know, they've had an episode where they've only done one storyline. And that was, I know for sure, Trick or Truth is mm. one story continuously. Um, But at work, yeah, they're doing this party for this dude. He don't got no friends. So she find it hard to invite people. I feel like we should just wrap up William's storyline right here so we don't gotta go back to it yeah let's wrap that shit the fuck up chill so Joan plans it um she makes him think at first that it's a dud so she has a, a magician there he he pulls a whack ass trick and he's like oh I'm getting the hell out of here you know I don't have any friends he opens the door all his guy friends or if he just said he don't have any friends I don't know who these guys are maybe his co-workers I was thinking that too I think some of them are from like summer camp one of them's from summer camp when he was a kid um some basketball buddies some people from the office mm-hmm. there's know. a bunch of niggas shit white niggas black niggas <laughs> wiggers and niggas wiggers niggas all them niggas come stampeding lions the and tigers and bears mm-hmm. yeah and then um i guess the the twins that william wanted from the beginning of the episode they come out and then they start shaking their ass or doing whatever and that's really it. The guys are happy. And that's that. 
Did I miss anything? That's that. that I'm good with that. Good job. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> Uh, so next at Joan's house, we're back there. All the girls. Tanya has cooked dinner for everyone. And she made cornbread, greens, potato salad, fried chicken, mm. black-eyed peas. Mm. You think that meal tastes good? <laughs> no! Mm. I think it got moments. Mm-hmm. But on the whole, nah. Not like my grandma. Like Not like, nah. Mm-hmm. Child, the whites he making cauliflower chicken. I'd be like, ooh. I would, I would really kick her out then if I'm expecting fried chicken <laughs> it better fucking be fried chicken I ain't eating no like plants cauliflower chicken. it's the gonna fuck? be baked it's gonna be fried it's gonna be sauteed it's gonna Gang. be seasoned mm. chicken mm. nuggets boneless I love me some boneless you know mm. I don't like to fight with the bone I just wanna <laughs> put it in my mouth and chew I don't wanna be but, fighting the bone and picking it out I want it right in my mouth ASAP but the bone, don't the bone make it better though? When you can just like oh, off of that bone. I don't want to fight the bone? the bone for my chicken. <laughs> I don't want to have to fight with the bone. Let us know, listeners. Are you a boneless chicken or a chicken with the bone? We'll do a poll. All right, on our Twitter. <laughs> Keep an eye out for that. Boneless or with the bone when it comes to wings. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to this episode. So she made this big meal. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a hard time believing that her potato salad's good. Because you really got to finesse it. Like, there's a lot of trial and error. Sometimes you're going to fail at first. But the more you keep making it, the better it is. And you got to go through a lot to make sure mm-hmm. that it's good, you know. But apparently they say Joan puts capers in her potato salad. Which is like, are you even black? Sure. <laughs> Just give me all your black cards because that sounds nasty. I'm telling you. Tanya said what makes her potato salad taste good is the bacon grease. Where she put the bacon grease at? What do you how how? It's not chicken. So I don't know what where does that step come in? I, I make bomb potato salad. Okay. I never believe me when when the holidays come around my family wants to know am I making it this year? Hell yeah, I'm making it this year. I'm making it every year. <laughs> But I don't know where the bacon grease goes. Yeah, and it's like, if you pay attention to these people and these frauds, right? (laughs) There's going to be holes in their stories where you know that they're not really what they say they are about. You just got to let them talk. That's all. Like, have them explain the uh, ingredients and then watch them kind of slip up? Yeah, or even, like, just let the girl talk just like how she did in this episode. Well, you know, it's the grease. What you talking about? I don't need her. Um, and then Tanya asked Joan to put on some music and Joan keeps naming all these white artists. She's like, how about some Inya or some Britney Spears? Now, funny, the Britney album that was out at this time was the Britney album, which featured songs like I'm a slave for you. I know the song's problematic. I know. I know. Didn't it come out in 2002? The Britney album? With the movie and everything? A uh, movie? Oh, Crossroads. <laughs> I'm not a girl. I was like, yes, Brittany. October 2001. Halloween oh, of 2001. Oh, okay. Late 2001. Okay. Potato, potato. Boys. That was from that album? When a girl just yes. needs one. That song was on the album, yeah. And overprotected. Say hello to the girl. And then I am... <laughs> that one yes that one and of course like we said i'm not a girl not yet a woman so that would have been a cool after dinner listening session yeah i'm like we stand miss spares over here gang gang like tanya wasn't feeling it though tanya said listen joan sugar called it sugar shit she said i listen to hip-hop i need something to dance to (laughs) okay britney makes dance music but okay yeah and then she says, I need to work this meal off. Brothers like a big butt, but they don't like it too big. Ain't that right? <laughs> <laughs> Here's what, like, nah, they like them big. Too big, super big. What you talking about, Tanya? OMG. Don't you know the brothers? Okay. But Joan walks away in disgust. She looks like, I'm done. I'm done with this shit. And then Tanya says, Joan, you just gonna leave a sister hanging? <laughs> it's 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 very uh-uh. 
It's It's the same cadence. Like, like, girl. (laughs) She up here over here scatting and shit. Like, so when when Tanya says, "Oh, you gonna leave a sister hanging?" Tony like, she's like, "I had it," but she says, "Tanya, you're white." Okay, so stop acting black. And Lynn's like, "Oh my god, Lynn's so fighting." And Tanya's like, "Nah, I want to hear what this sister has to say." And Tony's like, "Nah, you're a sister, er, er. You're not an ah. Uh-huh. These are ahs. Uh-huh. You're an." And Tanya says, "You ain't acting like an ah with all that white hair in your head." First of all, it's okay. Joan gonna get her together. <laughs> oh yeah, Joan's like, "Nah." First off. The hair's Korean, so get it right. White people don't even know where the hair come from. And my thing is, who the hell wants to walk around with white girl stringy hair? <laughs> girl, the hair comes from the Asians. Don't nobody want your stringy ass, greasy ass shit from Kansas or or Arkansas or wherever the fuck y'all niggas be coming from. Girl, if you don't sit your ass down. Asian hair has a weight to it. It has like a, um, the texture is slightly different than white people hair. It's not as... It's a lot different. It's very thick. It's very yeah. voluptuous. It has a lot of body. It's not slippery. It's not like slippery or greasy. <laughs> Tanya, if Tanya's really down, she would have known that. She would have known that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's 101. But you know, that that's like the knee-jerk reaction that a lot of non-black women say, oh, well, well, well you have weave in your hair. Da, da, da. It's not white girl hair, sweetie. And y'all are not the only group of people with looser hair. So calm right. that down. It ain't about y'all. It ain't all about y'all. We ain't always trying to run to you for resources. Trust me when I say the last thing a black woman wants to look like is a white woman. So Joan tells this girl, listen, we just want you to be yourself. All right. So that we can get to know the real you. You don't have to impress us by cooking food and listening to hip hop and trekking through Africa. It's just a bit too much. <laughs> we need a break. <laughs> and... Then she goes, look, if it upsets you that someone white acts more black than the two of you combined, then that's on you. (laughs) See, that's what I'm talking about right there. Don't say shit like that. That's the type of shit. I mean, this wouldn't even have to be a problem if y'all would just gatekeep more and not let these white motherfuckers into the community. That's when they feel comfortable enough to be saying all this dumb ass shit. Exactly. That's one of the points I have later in my notes. The reason that she's doing this, y'all aren't the first black people she came across. She didn't just start doing this yesterday. Somebody else gave her the confidence to do this and be open enough to walk up to some black people she ain't never met and talk like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, like, just like I said in that episode where they brought the little girl in, making her feel like one of the girls. Mm-hmm. And then she out here talking all crazy because y'all made her feel like she was in mm-hmm. so she could say whatever y'all are saying. Y'all, mm-hmm. that's what happens when you invite too many people to this cookout. The bad ones get through. Maya and Lynn want everybody to let the girl rock. And Lynn talks about how the lines are blurring culturally and points out herself as an example. But Joan don't give a fuck. She's like, get up at my house, head on out. And Tony's like, well, let's put it in your chosen language. She's kicking your ass to the curb. <laughs> And Jill Marie Jones, the way she says it, it looks like she's about to break character and start laughing. <laughs> if you watch it, it looks like she is seriously about to just bust out laughing. <laughs> um, so the next day, Jones recounting what happened with Tanya to okay. William. And William says, oh, this is the first time I've heard a white person say that a black person doesn't act black enough. He says when he hears a white person tell him that you don't act black, he sees it as a compliment. Mm. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a there's a story. There's something to dissect based off of what he said. Oh, that's a whole nother episode, child. Yeah, that's very disheartening. So a white person says, why you don't act black? And you go, great. That, nah. I always ask people, what do you mean? Like, I act like I don't know what they're talking about. Like when Ooh. someone says something stupid. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I act like, what do you mean? How, How do black so? people act? And watch them fumble. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, um, like you're not ge- um, um ge- <laughs> urban. <laughs> I don't really? know. What's urban? The next time that happens, I will ask that question. What do you mean? How so? 
You gotta turn your head like that. <laughs> Make the head parallel to the shoulders. <laughs> um, then he says, when black people say that he's not black enough, it's a criticism. Yeah, okay. I see that one. Um, and he says, you know what that means, right? That means the white people are getting confused. Nah, you're confused. So then Lynn comes barging into the office, I guess to beg her sister back into the house. No, Joan don't care. Mm-hmm. If you disrespect someone's house, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. No. But Lynn wants Joan to attend the gotcha day dinner. And Joan says, great, tell Tanya to come early and let me know when she's gone and then I'll show up. Mm-hmm. That's a good plan. But now we're off to situations, the hair shop. And this is the first time we've seen situations. Mm-hmm. A new set. I'm here for Might it. Might be the last. Yes. Got that money popping off. Okay. Season two gang gang. The check has cleared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when we open up this scene, Ronnie is telling Tanya about her hair because she says, you know, you braided it really tight. And she complains. And he says... Girl, I've got to. Your hair is fine. Not enough curl to lock a braid in, so I've got to do it tighter. Mm-hmm. Now, this is this is some real shit. I'm glad they put this in there. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you are so pressed to mimic black culture. A lot of the shit that we do was made for us by us. These hairstyles, like, okay. Gang, gang. These hairstyles, like the braids, the box braids, the corn rolls, the locks, they were made for kinky hair. Kinky exactly. hair. Not you bitches with the strings. Too shiny. Your hair too shiny and smooth. It's going to fall. You're going to wake up in the morning. It's going to be back to normal. It ain't going to stay. Or sometimes they just go bald. I've seen that. Yeah, they be going bald, yeah. It's crazy. Sorry, Tanya. Actually, I'm not sorry. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) but yeah white people if you're listening hear this and i know if you're listening you probably are down with what we're saying but tell your friends tell whoever needs to hear this them niggas ain't gonna listen that it ain't gonna happen if you're trying to get cornrows it's just the hair texture is different all right we're trying to help y'all save money sorry but to all of my all of my black hairstylists that have white people coming to them for the braids i hope you charge them niggas twice as much for your emotional well-being Okay. Yes, you that, that is shit. a great idea. And make your money off of that shit. But having these niggas have the audacity to come to your black ass to appropriate, you better charge them motherfuckers. That's right, gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs> so Ronnie says that Lynn was one of his biggest success stories. I didn't know Lynn got her hair done places. Yeah, Which I, I, I guess she get it done for free too because she don't have no money. <laughs> I don't right. know she paid for it, but whatever. Um, Lynn talks about how Joan didn't go for the whole letting her back in the house thing. And she's like, you know, I really like everyone to get along for my gotcha day dinner. And Tanya's like, you know what? I'm your sister. This is the day that we got you, not the day that they got you. So she says, if they're not going to be there, I'm cool. So Tanya's like, Maya, you can come through. And Ronnie says, I want to go too. Wherever my cousin goes, I go. And then this next part. So they're hanging out, you know, and, you know, as you do in the, the, the beauty shop, they have a radio. And if you didn't watch this on the original airing, the Netflix one is like really silly. Do you, you which, how'd you watch it? Cause I know you got your ways. Um, they play, <laughs> uh, they play Jay-Z's. So, on the one you watched? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> So on Netflix, I guess they don't have the licensing to clear the song or Jay-Z wouldn't allow it to be on the re-airing on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So it's another song. What's it's a whole song? another song. I don't know the artist. It just seems like it's some like plain music that they put in, some hip-hop sounding music. But Maya <laughs> tells, she hears the radio and she tells Peaches, the other hairstylist, to turn it up. And here's how it sounds on the original airing. Oh, 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 Peaches, that's my song. Turn it up, turn it up, it's my jam. Oh, 
nigga in a roaster. And how does it sound on the the, the new one? Oh, 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 Peaches, that's my song. Turn it up, turn it up, it's my jam. Yeah, in the original airing, she says it twice. Uh-huh. But in this Netflix one, she kind of, it's almost like a mumble, and she says it, like, they it's real quick. They the shit. Yeah, it seemed like they tried to cut it. Like, fuck y'all. So maybe they got, like, some kind of complaints, or I guess you can't say that word on TV anymore, right? Yeah, like I was surprised TV? that, like, they let it air. Like, that's, like, network TV. Well, it's said, the oh. early 2000s. So they, we got away with a lot back then. I said, oh, y'all spicy <laughs> over here. Take me back. But no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Netflix was like, nah, we're going we gonna to chop it up. It could have been that. I don't know for sure. I just feel like there's two things working. Either they couldn't get access to the Ace of the Izzo song and or they just didn't want to have her saying the N-word twice like that. They want to just get the point across by having her kind of just say it once, cut it, and it's done. But I like the, I rather would have had the Ace of the Izzo because if you're watching it for the first time, you don't know that N-word's coming or that that's what, what it's going toward. You're just in your house and you kind of bumping, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're kind of just singing it along mm-hmm. and then you get comfortable. And then when she says it, you get surprised just like the people in the in the beauty shop did. Mm-hmm. So I would have loved for them to have kept it in there, but I guess there might have been legal reasons. Um, so everybody stops what they're doing when she says what a nigga look like when a nigga in a roaster. And Ronnie, Peaches, Maya, and Lynn, everybody's mad. By the way, the guy who plays Peaches is Sean Harrison. You may know him from Family Matters. He plays Waldo Geraldo Faldo. Mm-hmm. Recognizable face. Very recognizable. Yeah. Uh, he's a secondhand man to Ronnie uh, at the salon situations. But, you know, when I was younger and I watched this episode, you know, I was... I was in my preteens, probably. I didn't know. I didn't get the gravity of what was wrong with this scene. Like, because mm-hmm. when I went to high school, all the white boys were saying, nig, nigga, you know, white people in my school just said it. Sure. They dressed, you know, in the South Pole and the baggy pants. So I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, I mean, it does suck that she said it, but y'all are kind of like treating it real serious but now i see it obviously we're in a different world i'm grown now i see the issue what do you do when a white person says the n-word around you have you ever had that story time so (laughs) (laughs) i was in high school and um one of my friends um she had a white friend and from the you know when you can feel somebody's energy you could feel the wigger you know what i mean oh yeah the wigger is strong with this one. Uh-huh. And so I'm kind of looking for her to say it, but I'm like, Etsy, just just, whew, just calm down, right? So she says it, and it happens so quick that I didn't even realize that she said it. And I'm like, did she? <laughs> you had to rewind it real quick. <laughs> so I wait until she says it again, and then she said it again, and I'm like, girl, oh. what? why are you saying nigga and you white? And then she goes, what's the issue? And I'm like, you're white. That's the issue. And then she goes, oh, well, so-and-so lets me say it, which is... Bitch, I ain't so-and-so. Is he here? Is she here? Hold on, let me look. I'm like, well, she ain't here. And then she goes, okay, so what is the big problem? I don't see the big deal. I was like, let me make myself clear. The fact that you even have to say that someone let you say it. Uh-huh. That's a clue that it's a big deal. Continue. Exactly. I'm like, let me make myself clear. If I hear that word coming out of your mouth in my presence, I will shove my foot up your ass. Yeah. And then she brushed it off and then she was just like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, bitch. But she ain't say it around me again. I tell you that much. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to learn what you mean. I don't want to. I don't want to try to test it and see what you actually mean. Like, girl, what? Damn. Yes, girl. I was just like, ugh. That is, That's crazy, real. yo. 
I don't care. I don't give a fuck that so and so from the hood or your black boyfriend let you say that shit. So and so let me say it. Oh my god, this is what I'm talking about. Once you let one of them motherfuckers in, they're gonna yeah, think stop it's okay. letting them say it. Cause then they get around me. Cause you done told them, listener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not talking about you. You know, you wouldn't let that happen. I know you wouldn't, listener. But some of y'all people be letting them say it, and then they come around me and think it's cool when they come around me. So chill on that. Black people don't gatekeep enough with anything regarding our culture. We really don't. We just let anybody yeah. and anybody come through, and then once they done monetized and created millions, billions of dollars in revenue off of our shit then we want to start complaining well my nigga you don't want to let them in in the first place you should have shut that yep. door closed from the get-go as soon as you let them in they start feeling comfortable that's the first thing to start that n word for well first they do the black scent mm-hmm. and once they do that you know they moving into the territory mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the first step into the door so maya's like yo you crossed the line what were you thinking and lynn apologizes for her and brings her outside to scold her and this is like the most serious Lynn's ever been, besides like the dust up she had with Joan. But we are we like gonna it. assume this girl? You can tell she been saying the N word. This yeah, ain't new. that shit came out way too quickly and way too. She easily was dancing too. with it and like she was smiling, so she knew the word was coming. She knew mm-hmm. the, she knew the words of the song. There was no hesitation, Cheryl. I'm like Lynn. You know you heard her say that before. Stop trying to act all all different because be. your black friends is here, Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> So she comes outside of situations and she's like, what? I was just singing a song. I don't know why everybody's tripping. It's not like I called anybody a nigger. I said nigger. She said it again two times. That's four, that's four niggas in an episode. Y'all was out here wilding Yo. in, in early 2000s. You, you, you PSA, y'all gonna find out. <laughs> so, uh, we finna teach y'all today. That's four y'all niggas. Y'all gonna learn today. And Tiny's like, it's just a word. It's a part of hip hop culture. It doesn't even mean nothing no more. Um, that's the whitest thing she said this whole episode. No, seriously. <laughs> it don't mean anything anymore. It doesn't. That's a hundred percent a colonizer sentence. Oh yeah. It doesn't even mean anything, bro. What do you mean? It's just hip hop. Well, Keisha lets me say it. <laughs> I have a black housekeeper, so I'm allowed to. My family donates to the NAACP every year. <laughs> I subscribe to Jet, okay? <laughs> Is Jet still in publication? I don't even know. I don't even know. I just I just remember that from the um last week's episode with Swedelson thinking that's gonna stop racism. That's gonna <laughs> And Lynn's pissed. She's like, You went too far this time. You're not black. Stop trying to be black. And Tanya's like, Oh so all of a sudden, you have the authority on what's black? Uh-huh. Yes, bitch! Yes! Well, she's biracial, but yeah. She blacker but than she's you. blacker than her. Yeah. Like, don't... Are you the authority? No, because you pale as fuck. Yeah. Um, so then Lynn points out, or she points out, that Lynn had a grunge phase, a preppy phase. They used to call her preppy white girl. I get that, fine. But at the end of the day, she's still black. And she only had those different phases because she was trying to run away from being black. So she was trying to associate with all of this different, quote unquote, white cultures. Like They didn't have, what it sounds like is they didn't have any models for her. They had no one to to guide her. So she mm-hmm. kind of just did what was around her. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. And she was probably at a school that had preppy people, grunge people, but, you know, no black student union. So that's what she fell into. Uh-huh. but Len's like you know what it doesn't matter because when you use that word only one of us gets hurt there's pain behind that word you'll never know yeah but Len tells her you know what go ahead and find a hotel by the airport I don't want to see your face she's probably like well you know what that's an upgrade from this fucking garage I was staying in so yeah <laughs> I'll go find I'll go find a fucking hotel oh shit <laughs> And so all the girls gather for an emergency meeting at Joan's place mm-hmm. to talk about what happened. And Maya's heartbroken. Maya is completely beside herself. She's like, all this time I've been calling her my wigger and she's been thinking of me as a, I've been bamboozled. I don't know. 
that that's weird. Um, but they don't know. Lynn don't know where the girl is. She don't care. She wants her out of her life. Obviously, I think that's a little too far. Do you think she should have kicked her kicked her out of her life for saying that? Um, I don't think she should kick her out of her life. I mean, it is your sister. If it was one, if it right. was like my story, some bitch I don't fuck with, then yeah, girl, right, right, right. Get the no, that makes sense. I'm like, yo, that's your sister though. So yeah, yeah I would I would you can kick her out for the meantime, though. Maybe give her, like, a week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, chill on her for about a week. But y'all <laughs> y'all sisters, you gotta... Um, Joan uh, encourages her to work it out. You know? That's your sister. You gotta work it out. And Maya's still, still grieving. I love her lines here. Because <laughs> she said... I just feel so used. <laughs> I think Grease to have a scalp. <laughs> Why you don't Grease a white person's scalp? Their scalp is already greasy, Maya. That's like watering your pool. (laughs) (sighs) No. So Tanya goes to visit Lynn at work, and she shows Lynn her new white girl look. Okay. She don't got the braids in, right? She got her hair out, right? Yeah, she got her hair in that Karen hairstyle. The bitches that be asking for the manager (laughs) when um (laughs) when they be tripping and being totally unreasonable. Yeah, she got her hair in one of those. <laughs> it's kind of weird because that's not the point of being black. Like dressing, like now that she's done took off the clothes, her voice done turned back to white white people voice. Like it's almost like she can't talk like she did before because she don't got the hair wrap. So now she's talking like super white, mm-hmm. not super white, but there's you can tell there's a difference. It's it's it's, it's white. Oh yes, it's white. Yeah, <laughs> but she don't feel comfortable in what she's wearing. She misses the the black people clothes. She misses her hair head wrap and um, all the colors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's upset that she hurt Lynn and she apologizes and they patch it up and um, Lynn, Lynn says what's with all this flavor like what why'd you start acting like this and she says she did it because of Lynn because they got her and the parents didn't really you know do anything to connect her to black culture so Tanya felt like she needed to pick up the slack so she like did all the stuff did research Mm, it's giving excuses but okay it is it does sound like excuses because she went way too far with it Mm -hmm. like i can get reading up on stuff you don't need to braid your hair and yeah like (laughs) all you need to do is direct them to where to go like you don't need to actually do it yourself i'm confused yeah and she was like yeah they tied Lynn down and forced her to watch Roots. Think about that. They tied her down Mm-mm-mm-mm. and forced her to watch a movie, a, a mini series about slavery, while treating her like a slave herself. <laughs> exactly. That they could have they could have reworded that. And you know, Tanya's like, you know, I love black culture. Like that's just me. I love hip hop. I love cornbread. I get it, girl. I love it too, girl. But stop talking weird mad weird stop telling people you blacker than them stop using the n-word bitch are you dumb that's too. like there's so many ways to enjoy black culture and you just doing it wrong huh we really trying to put y'all the whites onto game because you you fuck around the black niggas who really out here that's reckless they will slap the shit out of you so she trying to save your life tanya i see why bitches get slapped doing that hey, dumb in real shit. life yes girl Dang, they, they, they come with that raw raw shit girl (laughs) okay so i see the next scene she has cornrows she has her hair completely braided and i'm thinking what they put this this white woman's hair through for this episode bro she was traumatized traumatized bless that woman's heart (laughs) because she had the the wrap then she had the braids kind of halfway then she had the full braids then they took it out her scalp must have been on fire telling you i know because my scalp be on fire oh yeah we know we know the deal and if you ain't used to it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we get our shit we gotten used to it by the time we get our age or whatever Mm -hmm. but if you ain't been like brought up like that when you first get it done if your scalp ain't used to it you tender headed yeah you might need some advil or something (laughs) (laughs) because it just be like that um but they're they're cool she goes to the gotcha day dinner at joan's house they all go 
and she apologizes to the rest of the sisters. She calls them sisters. Mm-hmm. I mean, fine. Um, but everything's cool because she took them out to eat. She took Peaches and Ronnie out to um, TGI Fridays, I think, or Applebee's, something like that. <laughs> so now um, Joan's like, well, now that we're being open-minded and tolerant, mm-hmm. let's listen to Inya. Mm. And they're like, nah. nah. I don't know about now, that Inya's, Inya's not something you listen to after dinner. Nope. It's something you might have like low when you're probably eating. When you're not paying attention, you can't pay attention to Inya. It's not that kind of music. You got to just like have it on in the background mm-hmm. while you're doing something else. And that is the end Woo-hoo. of the episode. Man, that was uh, that was a lot. So what is your oh hell yes moment for this episode? Uh, my oh hell yes moment was I think that everybody is probably expecting me to say Lynn's speech to her. But my oh hell yes moment is when Joan was like, girl, you can say whatever the fuck you want, but get the fuck out of my house. You ain't finna disrespect me in my crib. Gate keep. Okay. About my face. Not. I don't care where you go, uh but you ain't gonna stay here tonight. Uh Uh-huh. Not no. I feel like a lot of black people, black women especially, they try to take like this high road. Like, no, but we should still let her stay. Girl, if she gonna be out here disrespecting a bitch, talking about I'm blacker than you or weave or this, get the fuck out of my house then, bitch. Be black on the street, so. That's a good one. Um, My oh hell yes moment is when Ronnie was telling her why her hair has to be so tight. Ronnie was schooling her on how, why your hair can't look like ours or why it's so taxing on your scalp for it to be looking like ours because that's a message that needs to get through. I'm tired of seeing these, these girls on instagram and tiktok showing off their braids or or wondering why it ain't tight enough i saw a video where this girl was complaining that the reason her hair was coming out the braids because the hairdresser it was a hairdresser's fault don't try to blame me on the hairdresser don't do that sister like that don't blame it on the hairdresser don't talk about how she ain't do it right we know how to braid don't Don't, play with us don't do that (laughs) so that's why that's my oh yes moment and we got a couple, we got some tweets about Tanya. She is Queen K says, thinking about that episode of Girlfriends where Lynn's white sister had cornrows and said nigga. The purpose of the episode was to call it out, but they still accepted her in the end. They were playing games in the early 2000s. Well, I mean, this is her sister. Like, that's what's making well, it okay to accept. Not okay, but y'all know what I mean. Well, we get why Lynn is doing it, but why do the other girls? The other girls don't have no ties to this girl, except for they know Lynn. Yeah, I wouldn't be sitting at the at the table eating and shit with her. Like, bitch, you got to get the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, that it's was still beef on site. Breaking bread with each other like that. That was the thing that kind of got me at the end. Like, oh, everything's fine now? It's Seems still on site, bitch. Gang, gang, you still can't come. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, Shireen says remember in girlfriends when lynn's sister tanya made an appearance i think that was the episode that gave rachel her confidence okay let's do the math how old is rachel now like 40 oh let me see let's see because that was about 20 years ago it 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 makes sense the math is nothing the math is nothing so rachel dolezal's 43 okay so what is it 2021 right now so 19 years ago okay. she was about 23 23 24 something like that you know that's a, that's around the time where you're still trying to figure out your identity and see what you want to be and see what kind of style you want to choose so i could see her absolutely watching this episode of girlfriends and being like oh my god i feel seen oh my god that's me that's me and they accepted her in the end no seriously that could be me <laughs> And lastly, risque thoughts. I got, I get you. You're talking about these thoughts. I got you. But thoughts too. Okay, I see you. Right, right. We, we got some bars over there. <laughs> so this is very important. They say Kelsey Grammer will pay for his crimes on girlfriends. The episode with Lynn and her sister coming through in full menstrual cosplay, having Maya refer to her as a wigger, like this really the shit we were watching and kiki into okay 
It ain't Kelsey Grammer's fault. He didn't write this episode. What's she talking about? Y'all better leave Kelsey cut the check, Grandma. He cut the check. <laughs> yeah, like, he didn't write this episode. If y'all don't I've seen that. a few people talk about that and say it's Kelsey Grammer who was the the reason that this girl was in this episode like this. No. Child, he busy with working on Frasier. If y'all don't stop. This is a Bernadette Luckett episode. She wrote it. She's black. So, I mean, if y'all want to talk to somebody about it, that's who you talk to. Talk uh-huh. to Mara. Uh-huh. I mean, it's an episode and you did get something out of it. So I don't suggest you go tomorrow about anything about it, but don't go to Kelsey. Stop that. I'm like, what y'all talking about? Y'all don't stop. <sighs> but I just want to educate people on that. So next week, the episode is called Willie or Won't He 2, the last chapter. That's, okay. a, that's a long one. Sounds like a movie. Mm-hmm. But if you guys remember Willie or Won't He, hmm. this is part two to that. So, it's a, uh, it's a William and ivana sode. Oh, God. Can we just, like, get over this couple? Can we get back I'm to so Stan tired of them. and Maya? Oh, we didn't see Stan. We didn't see him We didn't have time for Stan. We were trying to figure out what, what Tanya was about and why she was wilding. Uh, What's all right? We'll get back to Stan soon. But right now, it's, it's, about, it's about William and Yvonne. And we're going to talk about it so join us next week for that and of course you guys know the deal go on to apple podcasts give us five stars Please give us thank a, you. a review make sure you tell your cousin to subscribe and that's it yeah thank you for being a girlfriend <laughs> and until then i am Nettie, and i am etsy be safe we'll see you next time bye guys